Against the Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with Mikey Meatballs, fiddling with the knobs, and Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess. And joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? How's everything, Sal? What's going on, buddy? How's everything? Okay, let me answer how's everything. Well, um, Harry's going to Hawaii, but first he's going to a Clippers game, but he's also sick, so he might not go anywhere. No, oh, well, that's just that's just your life. Uh, hey, l- let me start here. Extrapoints.com. You guys get picks every single day. This is Thursday morning. We're going to be uh, hitting the Thursday night game. Cowboys and Saints will give you the game, the side, the total, a prop, and our award-winning first touchdown. Uh, we didn't hit on it Monday. But we are due because we're up what, like seventy-one units on the on the year. I don't even know. Maybe we're under seventy. Still, still the best bet in town. Um, I want to give you our arcade results. ExtraPoints.com/slash/arcade. Last week, week twelve, the NFL Pick'em winner was James Cannon, ten right. The college Pick'em winner, Michael Meehan, twelve right. And the November Prop Culture winner, our friend Chris Haynes, right? Big fan. Oh, fan nice. Ours. Yeah. Eight right, nice. and Toby, Toby Mergor, the uh, co-founder of Extra Points and also co-host of Covered in Glory, our soccer podcast, wrote me a little note. He said, I lost on the tiebreaker. Now, this November prop culture, this takes into account all things that happen in November, like right, like uh, Al Roca wore a fedora, and the Tiger King didn't blame Trump for his incarceration or not getting out of jail, and it, it had all November stuff, right? So we had a bunch of those, and a lot of people competed, and Chris Haynes won. And Toby says, I lost on a tiebreaker because Harry is a fucking liar. If I hadn't won a gold hat already, I'd be gravy boarding <laughs> Harry right now to get the truth about Thanksgiving dinner. The, the tiebreaker question was how many calories Harry, Harry consumed on Thanksgiving. And he told me 1,800. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did. What? I laughed. I, I did. I, yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't eat much. I'm telling. Well, Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, wait, wait. What did you 18. What did you eat that what? whole day? You had eighteen hundred calories. I had a little bit of turkey, a little bit of potatoes, tiny bit of stuffing, green beans. That's it, and I had a bite of bite of pie. Oh, stop! You had eighteen hundred <laughs> calories worth of uh, gummies. I that know, day. right? He spilled on. more of that on his T-shirt. Sure. I didn't include those. I guess I should have. You're right. Yeah, everything's yeah. part of the dinner. Yeah, however you uh, yeah. choose to eat. I so mean, come on. So anyway, so Toby's mad about that because he would have won um, the November prop culture, and he said, "I'd be graving boardy Harry right now to get the truth about Thanksgiving dinner," which of course makes this next announcement even more painful. The winner of the NFL prop quiz, Harry, with five. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> So Shit Harry ball. gets the yellow hat. Shit, I'm the only one who doesn't have a fucking hat. I know, Brian, you're the only one. Man, the it took only me one. about eight <laughs> seconds to do it. To, uh, eight seconds? All right. See, I don't know. Uh, lies, eight seconds, 1,800 yeah. hours. I don't know what the hell to believe anymore. What is that? Uh, all right, we're going to get to the uh, boys and saints in a minute. Let's take a quick break. All right, Cowboys, Saints, here we go. Tonight, four and a half, 47 and a half. I can't pick the game right now because people are waiting for me to pick it on Fox Thursday Night Football tonight. I'm looking to see if I can go for six in a row, guys. That's losses. <laughs> plus five in a row after winning 11 in a row. I don't know what the hell happened. I just completely fell apart. But I'm interested to see your, and hear your thoughts. Go ahead, Harry. You're the big winner. You won the prop quiz contest. You're going to Hawaii. 
Everything's coming up. Harry, what do you like in this game? I'm going to take the Saints. I'm going to take the four and a half. I know they're in a funk. They've uh, After winning four of uh, five, they've lost four straight. But both teams are really reeling right now. Dallas has lost three of the last four. Boys can't run the ball at all. Uh, Taysom Hill is going to get in the start here. Uh, maybe gives uh, his team a little shot in the arm. The return of Alvin Kamara, too, gives the Saints hope. New Orleans needs a win in the worst way because they're still in that wild card race, too. Um, so I think overall here, the Saints plus four and a half. I just don't like Dallas laying this type of points on the road just because like you don't know what you're going to get out of them lately. And I think the Saints, again, bad lately, but I think – they bounce back after last Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving's performance that was bad. They get it done here, and they, at least they cover the four. All right. Uh, Harry, when you say Taysom Hill's going to give him a shot in the arm, what do you think? A medizer? Which kind of, <laughs> what kind of shot? The medizer. I don't know. What's, all right, brother Brian. Me. You have uh, – it's working great. You're, you're just about to vomit all over yourself. Look at you. Uh, no, all right, Brian, you like the Saints also. Yeah, I like the Saints getting four and a half too. You know, both like you said, uh, like Harry said, both teams are really struggling. But historically, I think this matchup between Peyton and the Cowboys is usually close. Saints defense, you know, while they've given up a bunch of points in some of these games, they're still a solid group. And I think as long as Hill – if Hill is starting, which I don't know if it's like official, official yet, and Kamara's back – I think this is kind of a low-scoring, close game. There will be some urgency with the Saints here. They really need to pull one off if they want to, if they want any chance in the playoffs. Right. Um, so I think they keep this close. I think this is a you know a, a good physical game, and it's a three-point mm. three-point win either way. All right, Parley kid. Now here's the thing to remember about this game: most of these Thursday games are on three, three days rest, right? But mm-hmm. um, this one is on a week's rest. Obviously, both yep. these teams played on Thanksgiving. Um, I was looking in the consensus lines. The Cowboys, if McCarthy were coach, they would be plus four and a half, but they're minus four and a half because he's not <laughs> showing up. Now, I don't know. I don't know that he makes a difference. Um, I'm hoping he doesn't. Uh, I, I can't say too much about it because I have to pick it on Fox, but go ahead. Which way are you going? Sal, I'm taking uh, the boys here, Sal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, look, I, I, I don't look. Prescott Hill, this quarterback league quarterback matchup, I'm sorry. This this is a huge advantage for the Cowboys. It's supposed to be a huge advantage for the Cowboys. They have to take advantage of this. Uh, I do think what Brian's saying, I think that the Saints are going to try to control the ball and run the ball a lot, whether it's Hill, uh, Kamara, uh, however they're going to do it, that's what they're probably going to do. But Hill, if you have to, if you can make him third and long, throw the ball, he will be very inconsistent. Cowboys defense should get to him. Uh, with Parsons, they might pick off a pass or two. They have to get him in throwing downs. So if the Cowboys can get an early lead, they will roll in this game. If the Saints have to play catch-up, they are in trouble. Uh, the Cowboys are the better team here, Sal. The Saints are still banged up. Cowboys, at least what looks like right now, their receiving cores back intact. It does look like Cooper's gone. We know Lamb looks was like, cleared. Looks like Cooper's yes, going to be back, too. Yes, and that looks too. like their receiving core is mm-hmm. fully intact. I think things look promising for the Cowboys. I think they're a little angry. Uh, I, 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 no McCarthy, no problem. <laughs> uh, they cover the four and a half here, Sal. I think it's they pull away late. They win this game by about ten. Isn't that pathetic? Like if they win by ten, maybe they say to McCarthy, "You know what? Take your Christmas break now. We'll see you on the other side of the year and then playoffs. Well, maybe we'll let you show up for the <laughs> little wild card weekend or whatever it is." Uh, all right, yeah. Like I'll be picking a game tonight. On Fox, hopefully I get it right. 
Yeah. And also with Kamara, you don't know with him. I guess we'll find out in a couple hours if he's playing. It's still so much up in the air, even though these teams have had a week off. But uh, a fun Uh, one indeed at New Orleans. Yeah. If I could also add, does the road really matter for the cow? It doesn't really seem like it hasn't matter for uh, a lot of teams now in the NFL. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like Saints, you know, Saints won- have one for the Saints. Darren Saints have one home win. Remember their oh. win against Green right. Bay that, was in right. Jackson. Exactly. Their win against Green Bay was in Jacksonville. For the you, Cowboys, you want to change your I pick, think- Harry? You could change your pick. <laughs> no, they're, they're, I, I guess I could, I could say the Saints are due, right? I don't know. I okay. think the biggest thing for the Cowboys in their offense is when they're it when especially mm-hmm. indoors. Mm-hmm. Is where they excel. So this is it. So I think they'll be fine. Totally fine. But one thing I'll say is um, it doesn't seem like teams play poorly at home two weeks in a row, right? Like I said this on Extra Points this morning. Even like the Texans played tough against the Patriots and the Lions mm-hmm. played tough. Yeah. Against, you know what I mean? It's like there's a freaking Jets one at home. So I don't know. I, I don't think either team is as bad as they showed last week. Cowboys certainly shouldn't give up 500 yards and um, defensively, uh, and the Saints got just blown out by. They were never in that game against the Bills. So may I, it's. Cl- I'll say this. I think it's close for a while. I'll say that, and then uh, the rest you can see if I lose six in a row tonight. All right, I'll give you a prop though. Taysom Hill, he's going to score a touchdown. I could just see it, Parlay kid. Him celebrating, spiking the ball like, oh my God, where has this been? Plus one ninety. Yeah, three rushing, three rushing touchdowns this year in a non-starter role. Five starts last year. He'll carry the ball 39 times for 209 yards with four touchdowns. So he scored about every other start. I think you're getting decent odds for something like that happening at plus 190 if he is going to be the shot in the arm that Harry talks about in the Saints offense. So I don't know if they win, but plus 190 to score. Go ahead, Harry. More Zeke hatred. Oh, well, yeah, I'm going to go under 46 and a half yards rushing for Zeke uh, uh, at minus 114. Look, I'm just going to give you guys numbers, just straight up numbers. Last week, nine carries, 25 yards against the Raiders. Nine carries against Kansas City, 32, 14 for 41 against Atlanta. Pollard's really getting most of the yards and a lot of the burn lately. Uh, The Saints are third in the league in giving up uh, yards against the run. You mentioned Cooper's back. Lamb is healthy. He should be. That's a lot of uh, touches there that it's going to be taken away from Zeke. Again, three straight weeks. Not a good performance at all from who was a fourth overall pick in the first round. Zeke under 46 and a half. Oh, goes right. under again. I didn't know. I didn't know it was the first round pick. Thank just, you making, just making a statement. That, I knew all the other that's stuff. Why, that's why players, that's why teams don't draft that high running backs. All right. let, you know. Barkley too, right? His high draft pick. That's uh, a different, uh, different story. Uh, it's different. <laughs> Did Zeke ever get 2,000 yards? Uh, his career's not over. Barkley, <laughs> he's still he's still got some time. Oh, uh, oh, gotcha. Here's what I'll say. All right, Brother Brian, go ahead. Pour it on. You like Dak to throw an yeah, interception. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Dak plus 106 to throw an interception. Look, with McCarthy out, maybe Kellen Moore is a little bit more aggressive in this game. Like, like Harry was saying, though, the Saints are one of the better teams against the run. So with Lamb and Amari likely back, I could see the Cowboys being aggressive. So, so Dak... While he didn't throw an interception last week, he's thrown five in the last six games. And honestly, he he could have thrown a lot more in those last six games, too. There was a there was a bunch that were dropped here. And and the Saints are still good at forcing turnovers. They have 13 interceptions on the year through 11 games. Uh, so I thought this was going to be more like a minus 130, but you're getting plus 106. So I like him to throw an interception. All right. That's fair. All right, Parley kid. Some pro Cowboy stuff here. 
Yeah, so I'm going to take Lamb over 63.5 yards. He averages 74.5 yards receiving a game. Uh, I think while Cooper is still on the mend and not 100%, I think Lamb is the featured offensive player here for the Cowboys. Uh, he hasn't been great the last two or three games. He's been out on the field, obviously a very short uh, game the other day that he played. Um, and these receivers, they usually bounce back from poor games or games where they don't get their stats. I think this is a game where 63 and a half is a little low for Cooper, uh, not Cooper, but Lamb as he averages 74 and a half. So let's say Lamb, this he could get this in two catches, Sal, the way he plays. Uh, let's take Lamb over 63 and a half yards received. I'll do you one better, or maybe it's the same. I don't know if it's better, but I think he catches the first touchdown. Let's go right into it, Parlay Kid. Seven to one odds, six touchdowns this year. A couple of multiple Ooh. touchdown games. Saints yep. 22nd versus the pass in yards allowed. 26th in the league in 20-plus yard plays allowed. 27th in 40-plus pass plays allowed. I think this is the team you want to go up against if you're C.D. Lamb coming back Ooh. from a head injury. I don't think Dak wants to screw around too much. He's going to be like, hey, remember me and C.D., the hottest celebrity couple, September, October 2021? We're back, and we're back early yeah. on the first quarter. C.D. Lamb. First touchdown, 7-1. Let's hear from mm -hmm. you, Parley Kid. Yeah, I'm going another receiver here, Sal, uh, with Michael Gallup at 10-1. to He's come down from 11-1. to He's now 10-1. to Gallup hasn't caught a touchdown pass all year. Now he's only played in four games. Uh, but this is a guy that the Cowboys should be taking more advantage of uh, inside the red zone because of his leaping ability. He can go up and get the ball. Cowboys really haven't gone that right. We saw them, him catch a couple deep balls the other day because – He's very good at going up and getting it. They got to take advantage of him uh, when they're inside the red zone. Throw it up to him in the end zone, especially in one-on-one -on -one coverage. I'm rolling the dice that this guy is due for a touchdown here. I'll take Gallup at ten to one. All right, let's get back on the board here, Harry. Uh, well, I don't, I don't love yours, but um, I do have Taysom Hill to score. You have him to yeah. score the first touchdown, at eleven to one. Yeah, uh, look, he got the big contract. It's, it's time to shine. He's starting quarterback now. He does have three touchdowns this year, had nine last year. Um, I could see him at the five-yard line. He had nine last year? Back. Yeah, nine, la nine total did? last year. Yeah. I thought I saw he had six. Did I get that wrong? Oh, receiving right, two. Rece receiving oh, two. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Um, so I could see it being sort of like fake to Kamara, then walk in from the five-yard line like Marcus Mariota did against Dallas last week. So give me Taysom Hill at 11 to 1. All right, Brother Brian, what the hell? Who is this? Was it Nancy McKeon? Who is this first touchdown? <laughs> Sean McKeon. He actually, if you remember. Scored for the Cowboys last yeah. week. The Facts of life. Scored baby. the first touchdown for the Cowboys last week. But I like, I, you know, I liked him at uh, 42 to 1. It's funny. Darren's kids on Thanksgiving were all advocating for McKeon during the game. And I actually didn't even know who the hell. I, I didn't even realize that. Well, I shouldn't say I didn't know who he was because I knew he played for Michigan. But I didn't even yeah. realize he was the Cowboys number two tight end since since Jarwin's out. But, you know, this is a game where the, Cow the Cowboys are weird because on the first touchdown prop, they literally have like 10 guys, I feel like, who could who could yeah. score on this one. But McKeon, you know, at 42 to 1, like I said, you know, they've they've thrown him the ball the last three weeks. When they're on the goal line, you can take you can take everybody at, into the equation in the goal line, right? Because last week he scored on the play action off a of fake, mm -hmm. uh, off a of fake to Zeke. But I do like, you know, you got McKeon at 42 to 1 and then even like the Saints – the Saints have their tight ends are like Vanette's 25 to one. Juwan Johnson's like 42 to one too. So there's some high tight end odds. So if you think 
there's going to be like a one or two yard pass on the goal line. Uh, so, go so, one on the tight ends. Yeah. yeah. Go, go uh, so he's 26 end. now? No, he was 42? No, McKeon's 42 to one now. Oh, he's 42. Yeah, he's 42. Right. Yeah, you jumped. Yeah, yeah one. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, went up. All right. So McKeon, 42 to one. Gallup, 11 to one. I have CD at seven to one. And Harry with Taysom Hill at 11 to one. Those are our award winning first touchdown bets. What are we, Brian? We're plus like 68 now units plus on the year. 69 plus. There and, is. And, think... and as we spoke, Hill's down to 10 to one. Is right? he? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I hope everybody got that in, in time, even though there's no way this yeah. podcast doesn't post live. All right. The NFL regular season's heading into the final month of the year. They're giving us a big week 13 matchup. We just talked about it. Cowboys and saints FanDuel Sportsbook. About to make it even bigger. FanDuel's giving new customers 30 to 1 odds on either team to win. This means you can win $150 on a $5 bet. Yes, same game parlays. You go prop bets, money line, spread, touchdown score. We just gave you a bunch of props, bunch of ways to do it. I'm going to give you another one in a second. It's the number one rated sportsbook app in America. Easy to use, safe, and secure. When you win, you get paid in as little as two hours. And if you're already a FanDuel user, Vandal's hooking all customers up with $50 when you refer a friend. Plus, your friend gets $50 to see for yourself why Fandle is America's number one sports book. Just sign up with promo code against the odds before this Thursday night matchup tonight. You win $150 on a $5 bet. Remember to use promo code against the odds so they know that we sent you. And here's another one. Fandle is boosting my um, my fan, my same game parlay. What do I? I just read it. How do I not know? Here it is. Taysom Hill to score a touchdown. Dak Prescott adjusted yardage over 300 yards. Mm. Dalton Schultz over 50 yards. You're going to get somewhere in the 10 to one. And I think they're going to boost it to even higher than that. Find out, do it. Go to the homepage right there on FanDuel Sportsbook and they'll show you my same game parlay, which is going to pay big bucks. I really think that's a winner. Hill to score. Prescott over 300 yards. Schultz Mm. over 50 yards. FanDuel dot com slash against all odds. All right, let's take a ride on the Riverboat Casino. Now, we saw what Brian Kelly did to Notre Dame. I thought it was hilarious that he went and called this meeting. He texts his players. He said, meet me at seven in the morning. I'm sorry you had to find out. So they already found out he was gone. He's leaving Uh, for LSU, but still meet me at 7 a.m. Now, we talked around the office here, and everyone was like, sleep, screw you. I want to sleep. I want to sleep. And spaghetti and meatballs were like, oh, we'd be working out at 530 in the morning. We wouldn't. Want to, <laughs> they weren't even kidding. They're like, well, I don't want to disrupt our workout. Why do we have to listen to this? Well, either way, I, I, it was like a two minute send off. Is that what we, we heard? Parlay kid. That was it. Like spoke I thought for I heard two four, but four minutes, uh, no All more right. than four, but uh, two to four minutes, I guess. Did FanDuel boost it to four? I don't know. Maybe it is a four. <laughs> minute. All right. So it got uh, us thinking. Yeah. We talked to the captain of the Riverboat Casino and he said, what was the sp- Worst sports goodbye ever. Was it Coach Kelly's goodbye to Notre Dame players, two to one odds? Was it LeBron, the decision, the first time he left Cleveland, seven to two odds? Some people never forgave him. Even when he came back and won a championship, people didn't want to forgive him. I'm just making that up. Giannis Cespedes said goodbye to the Mets by just walking away. Eight to one odds. Didn't show up. Waited for them to fly to Atlanta and then drove to Florida and uh, his (laughs) place in Florida. And that was it. Never showed up. My, My son, we still tell him, Jonas has COVID, and that's why he's not on the team. That's what we tell my seven-year-old. We can't uh, – I don't even know what the truth is. But how about the Colts saying goodbye to Baltimore, loading up the Mayflower van and getting out 10 to 1 odds? Or you could take the field at even odds. Go ahead, Harry. What was the worst sports goodbye? 
I don't know. I just, I really think just because it just happened that Brian Kelly is really bad. I'm going to go with that one just because I thought that was kind of real crappy to do the way that he went about it. And plus he's, he's also in interviews before he had something earlier this, this season too, where he said some off the wall stuff that he tried to be funny about. Just, I, th- I don't think he's that great of a coach. I know he did, he's, he <laughs> did what he could for Notre Dame, but just this situation here, I don't know. I just think it was really, uh, really crappy. didn't like it at all. All right. Okay. Are you going chalk there? Two to yeah. one favorite. All right. Uh, Brother Bry, what do you think? Uh, or sports goodbye. Well, LeBron was probably the worst, right? Um, yeah. In terms of what he did to the fans. But I'm going to go with somebody different. I'm going to take the field. And I'm going to go with uh, Coach Pete Bell, the coach for Western University. You know, I don't know if you guys remember this, but after beating uh, number one Indiana in the press conference, he totally mm. sold out his whole team. Told, mm. told everyone the boosters, bought the kids tractors, houses, and then he quits. The school ends up getting, I think, a three or a five year ban. So just imagine wow. you know, just imagine the kids in the locker room after that shit, right? You have Neon, yeah. Neon Badeau and Butch McCray must have gone crazy. So I don't know if you guys know what the hell I'm talking about, but if, um, if I think you're making it up. Yeah, I'm wow, making it up, but it's bad. the movie Blue Chips. I don't know if you, if you remember. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, Nick, That's Nick, right. Nick Nolte, That's Nick Nolte send-off. <laughs> it seemed too crazy. Nick Nolte's send-off was definitely probably the best. Uh, I love it. I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm a varsity blues guy. <laughs> Coach wow. Kilmer. Yeah, that's a good one, too. That's right. Yeah. All uh, right, Paul, I, could, like I, I could name uh, it was uh, Shaquille uh, Penny and uh, a kid with the last name of Novak who played for the University of Indiana. <laughs> so I am um, going to take something in the sports realm here. I'm taking uh-huh. the field. In the sports realm, one of the worst exits we've ever seen, and we were witness to it. Okay, In a city – where there are no rules, Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Harry Gagnon broke all the rules. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and what? his exit from Vegas, let out of the Red Rock Casino in handcuffs <laughs> for giving illegal not tr- not for, for doing for basically breaking every sports book rule. There was. Wow, is that uh, true? It, this no. Well, this is no. This <laughs> is true. He's banned. I, He's I was still escorted not out into the Red Rock Casino. Escorted out. Are you escorted Not out? This is one of the this this is a this is a city that anything goes. Mm-hmm. Anything. And right? Harry went. Except what yeah. Harry did. <laughs> that's the only thing. What Harry did is the only thing that's illegal in Las Vegas. Guess what? That that's was the how, best thing that could have ever happened that, to me, Darren. That, that is, <laughs> to me. Those cheap fucks. You, you would take worst. that job back in, in a second. Yeah, oh, without, a blink, without blinking. Oh, cheap man. fucks. I mean, like, <laughs> it, like, you know, talk about fixing things. Harry was the fixer yeah. there at the Red Rock. So he got what he deserved. And look, yeah, it was one of the wor- probably the worst exit in sports gambling All right. history. I yeah. like that. Harry, be honest. When they escorted you out, did you stop at the blackjack table to play a hand or roulette? <laughs> no? Roulette. You know, not no no, blackjack. I'm sorry. Roulette. I, meant, I meant roulette. I said I misspoke. I said blackjack. I'm sorry. All right. Parley Kid, you think what you're laughing dick. now. Here's You want to hear my answer? Worst sports exit, worst goodbye to a team. I'm going to take you back to the summer of 1988. We were just about to get on the bus to go to, oh, right? We're about to go to Camp Acuego football camp. And one of our assistant coaches, I forget his first name, but his last name was Sergeant. And he was a big time dick. 
really big dick. And we, we, we'd been practicing like for the month of August. Right. And he was really kind of just like a drill sergeant. There was no evidence that he knew anything about football. No. He was just like kind of right. an asshole that made sure we didn't have water. Right. Uh, I mean, could you imagine that? And we're ready for the, and now, now you're going to have to fill me in with the rest. Because, did he leave a note or did he, he just a note under the door? And, and we, a couple of players saw him slip it under the door. Right. right? So he, it wasn't just him. It was another coach left with them. What? I forget who it was. Really? It wasn't just Sergeant. It was another guy that left. And like, it, we were leaving on a bus at like five in the morning to go up to football camp. Yeah. Like we traveled up to, up to like uh, the mountains, mm -hmm. the Catskills and Camp Oquego. And um, he left the Gerard, note. if you Gerard, the couple guys got there early and saw these guys sneaking in yeah. and leaving a note like we quit type <laughs> of thing. That was it. Yeah. Right. And, and that and, and that was yeah, that talk about. I mean, the hard uh, part to believe is that Gerard got there early. I figured we would be waiting <laughs> for the bus, but it's not the guy would get there early. But yeah. Uh, wow. That is something else. And he just walked away. Right. And your father, it. didn't he ask your father for like a wrestling book? And your, your father like gave him a book. About oh my how God. to how coach wrestling. It was, and yeah, that it was book something like that. I mean, did he even that, leave that, it, live in town? Did anyone follow no, up with nobody him? Nobody. Like, we couldn't. We who? That was it. We never. No, but like I, the other coach, like we we never heard anything again. If you remember, my father then came onto the staff, right? Because yeah. of that, he wasn't coaching. Yeah, but he we came were to short camp. Coaches. Yeah, right. So they were like, "Hey, uh, we know you have some experience. Can yeah. you come? Can you be on the staff <laughs> now? That's how it worked." That's how dysfunctional yeah. it was at that time. That's how dysfunctional. Well, Darren, we, Coach saw we also had my – when Darren was coaching too, my sophomore year, we had a new – a brand-new varsity coach, and mm -hmm. he quit. He never even – he never even made it a day. He quit like right before the season started. They announced him like a month before, mm -hmm. and then he never showed up. That's pretty good yeah. too. Yeah. That's a good one. Amazing. All right. There you go. Coach Charger. You think that guy's still alive? I guess that I guess the twenty five hundred dollars salary back then just wasn't enough. <laughs> I think he just wanted that wrestling book. He's like, I got what I Maybe want. Maybe that's what it was. That's it. I'm on my way out. Uh, all right, there you go. Oh, babyface Joel Solomon. Do you have anything to add? Well, I mean, besides my father leaving without me at a little league uh, field after I struck out to end a playoff game, you mean other than that? Um, was, yeah, other than that. Oh, other than that. Okay. I don't want to. Is that true? Uh, that's absolutely. It was to Aunt, Annie Ladove, JCC Little League Field. And uh, yeah, I had to walk two miles home. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm dying. I am dying today. Um, but I, I don't want to rub salt in, in Brother Bry's wounds, but uh, the way Antonio Brown left the Raiders is just hilarious. Uh, first, it was <laughs> frozen. Oh, yeah, feet. yeah. Yeah, uh, then <laughs> then he made up. Uh, oh, I can't wear my helmet, so I'm going to retire. Yeah, and that was crazy. He made fun of the general manager, but then uh, you know, celebrating that he was released on Instagram uh, and running around his backyard. I mean, that's that's like uh, that's some crazy ex girlfriend shit, man. Oh, that's terrific. <laughs> all right, I don't know if anyone's still listening, but if you are, hit us up at cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. James Cleveland wrote in and said, Hey, Sal on the DG three, love the pod. I hit a 20 team money line parlay over the Thanksgiving break. What? Oh, boy. He's, he attaches it and it's a Fandle um, thing. It's and it's incredible. Incredible. I, I hate it too. College basketball? I hate it because it's all money lines yeah. paid plus six seventy six. I just had to tell somebody who cares because my fiance sure as hell doesn't. <laughs> Don't tell her. 
She'll expect a bigger <laughs> ring. You return the ring. One of them was Alabama, so I feel pretty lucky on that mm. one, but not going to apologize because I also lost a five-teamer on Black Friday after UNC blew a nine-point lead NC State with under two minutes left to play, blah, blah, blah. On the 20-teamer, the Patriots were number 20, but I decided not to hedge because, to quote Darren's boy, Coach Sark, all gas, no breaks. Oh, there you go. Is that your point? <laughs> Coach, I'd love to keep the momentum going, but unfortunately I'm back home now in a state where FanDuel is illegal, Texas, and I'm too lazy to figure out an alternative. No, just keep the money, James. Do it. Uh, at least Damn. I can brag about this one for a while. Until next time, so long. Happy handicapping. Happy nice. handicapping to you, James. 20 teams. So I'm looking at this. Um, 20 teams and only uh, plus 675, seven. Oh, and it's a, crazy. It's was a college it's basketball. A, it's They're Cincinnati at East Carolina, Utah uh, home for Colorado, Iowa State home for TCU, mm. Georgia <laughs> at Georgia Tech, which is minus um a hundred thousand. Houston <laughs> was minus ten thousand at Connecticut. Baylor home for Texas Tech was minus seven hundred. Uh, old Miss is in here. How, how did you uh, not have this though? I know, yeah. shit. I would have screwed it. I, I, I would have hedged every love way. It. I love it. After every single game, I would have screwed it up. But that's, I mean, this is this is not bogus. It's twenty dollar and plus six seventy six. So it's at least it's something. All right, awesome. glad somebody's winning. Good job by you, uh, James Cleveland, cousin Sal, against all odds at gmail dot com. Uh, Harry, what's um are the in laws out? The they uh they left yesterday. They left they did? yesterday. Had a good time. Yep, good time. Did they know no, your name by the time they left? Oh, something, right? You liked that, didn't you? You liked that. I don't really understand it. These Maybe. two don't. These two. These two don't probably. Joe probably doesn't know this. Go ahead. Tell tell them what that, happened. Uh, <clears throat> the last two days when I got back from Michigan, um, Angie's mother continued to call me Ken <laughs> instead of my name, uh, and the father, after like the third or fourth time was defending me and started getting mad and started yelling at his wife. Defending what you. What is wrong with you? His name is Harry. <laughs> Quit calling him Ken. What's wrong with you? Now, I don't want to, What is wrong with her? I don't want to make too light of it because maybe there is something seriously wrong with her. But how? why would she call you Ken? They were on before well, you left for the trip. You were, yeah, they were there, right? Remember they did? They did for Thanksgiving. We had uh, Ken was gone, so we used his house. Right. Because I got the food from his place. So for... So... She loved the house and she just kept telling me, tell Ken, I love his house. I love his house. So maybe just Ken was in her head and she called me Ken like five times in a row. <laughs> what did you say when I told you? You said it was just straight up weird, right? Well, yeah. And I also said, don't correct her because she doesn't like meeting new people. But that was a whole other thing. I, baby face, what do you what do you think of this? This is insanity. I, I mean, it's strange that Ken was insulted by this the most, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Either uh, either Harry was impersonating Ken the whole weekend or maybe she was wishing her daughter was with Ken and not Harry. That, that, right. I, have no idea. Yeah. I don't know what it is. So. Harry, maybe you should wear a name tag instead of these inexplicable t-shirts with the, I don't know. Well, what does golden, this one gold, say? Is that Squad? Golden Girls on there? Is it? Another Golden I was going to say, you, you uh, have at least good. another one, Harry. Oh, uh, you know, I got send another that, one. Yeah, I was going to send say. that to Rob Parker. Send it to Rob That'd Parker. Friday big, show. big Golden Girls. <laughs> All right. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. Lots of free to play games. Extrapoints.com slash draft. By the way, I brought this up yesterday on uh, extra points. I was looking over it. Martin Weiss has Mac Jones 10 to one for offensive rookie mm. of the year. Um, Hench has chase at 20 to one. These are both in one of the big money rounds. Uh, Spaghetti has Bryce young 12 to one 
and Mikey Meatballs Belichick twenty two to one for Coach of the Year. So it's going to be one of those guys um, winning for sure. Mm. Uh, there you go, Harry. We're done. Who won last year? Me. Oh, you won, yep. right? Yeah, you won. Yep. Oh, yeah, you beat Jim Cunningham. Do I get a, a Do All I right. get a gold hat for that? No, you get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I think you get fifty bucks or something. Yeah. We figured it yeah. out. All right, all right. So that'll do it for uh, spaghetti, for meatballs, for babyface, Joel Solomon, for the degenerate trifecta, Darren, brother Bry, and Ken. Uh, I'm Sal. Say so long <laughs> and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na,